everyone welcome back to a brand new episode of vagina slims for those who are new around here my name is lauren rose and i run this thing whenever it works whenever it's good and i guess whenever we have a global pandemic so welcome to the special edition of the quarantined v slims so, yes, I am currently in San Francisco, California. I've been here for a few weeks. Um, guys, like, I don't even know where to start. I'm I'm running out of my jewel pods because I'm, <laughs> like, a 16-year-old boy. And obviously, don't smoke. And I know my podcast name is named after... Virginia Slims, which is don't do it. But I've been um, without nicotine for a minute, which has not been great for me. <laughs> and I even like I had a couple pods that were the original flavor or whatever, um, which tastes like literal um, school bus seat, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, like the brown leather you know, cracked leather bussy. That's the flavor. So I'm okay. Um, <laughs> but truly, like I came to San Francisco um, for a job after being in Utah. And for those who don't really know me, I do gigs like I hop around from film festivals or do production work and, you know, art department stuff. And yeah, I came here and then within a couple of weeks of working, I lost my job because our festival got canceled. So now I'm in this like insanely beautiful city. You know, the architecture is amazing. The The hills are intense, but like the views are spectacular. Everything smells so great. I mean, depending <laughs> where you are, but you know, like the eucalyptus, the ocean air, like it's truly wild and I just I feel like I was scammed by the earth because literally there's just been like a the thing of like jail bars just like crashing down right in front of me and now I just stare out my window um thinking about life so I figured why not come on here and um it's actually been super hard for me to focus and I finally collected like three songs that really are just it. So we're going to start with The Doors because it's the end of the world, you know. Uh, this is this is the end. And this is the first song that I thought of when this whole pandemic shit hit the fan. So enjoy.
This is the end Beautiful friend This is the end My only friend The end Of our elaborate plans The end Of everything that stands The end No safety or surprise The end I'll never look into your eyes again Can you picture what will be so limitless and free, desperately in need of some stranger's hand in a
seven miles Ride the snake He's old And his skin is cold The West is the best The West is the best Get here and we'll do the rest The killer awoke before dawn He put his boots on He took a face from the ancient gallery And he walked on down the hall He went into the room where his sister lived And then he Paid a visit to his brother and then he He walked on down the hall And he came to a door And he looked inside Father, yes son, I want to kill you
Welcome back from the doom and gloom. <laughs> that was The Doors with The End. Yeah, which is very fitting. <laughs> um, yeah, my brain always feels like mush after that song. It's like 12 minutes long, but it was the first song that came up when I thought about what was happening with the world. Um, and it's on a side note, this is not really a great transition, but it's so weird to me. I mean, I didn't realize during the time, like, people hated the Doors. I mean, people people love the Doors, but they just, a lot of people thought that they were super pretentious or whatever. Um, I was listening to another podcast. It was Karina Longworth's, like, Charles Manson series, and she talked about that, and I was like... Like, as soon as they became cool, they were uncool, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that was the vibe. I've been under lockdown here for like 10 days. And then I guess, uh, let's see, around the same time that like I've been unemployed for a week, which is pretty wild I mean I've never been laid off from a job before so I had to do the unemployment paperwork and we'll see you know what happens from that but um yeah I guess I was just I was kind of weary at first and like I, I thought it was only affecting my industry um in particular like film festivals because those are large events where depending on the theater, like you'll have a thousand people 
in a in a theater at once watching a film so when they kept on doing those restrictions like only 200 people can be in a space only 100 only 10 I was like fuck um and especially when South by Southwest got canceled that was like a moment because you know we all know each other in this industry like I have friends who work South by Southwest or Tribeca can whatever and um when they started to shut down it was like one by one and we'd all get flooded with like texts and news articles and stuff so yeah I really feel for my friends and at the beginning I thought it was just us who who were gonna be affected and I mean obviously it's gone gone way more wild than pretty much anyone had anticipated um but yeah I I was kind of angry at first not at like the people who employed me you know because we're non-profits but I just felt like it was a personal attack because like the gig economy is one of the like the hardest uh I don't know I don't know if I want to say that but it's a hard industry to be in because you give up so fucking much like you travel state to state doing festival the festival um or like film production as well and for me it's like I've given up relationships I've given up stability savings all just to support the arts and I kind of came to this realization I'm like even though I love all of the the organizations that I work for like at at the end of the day I'm dispensable you know what I mean and I saw some like tweet or something but it was basically this quote about how Americans in particular kind of like forgive the rich because we all think that we're like embarrassingly like temporarily poor (laughs) you know like one day we're gonna we're gonna make it big so it's whatever um so we kind of like put up with all the injustice that happens to us and yeah I just felt really shitty because I put in a lot of work and when things get shut down because the government isn't prepared or willing to acknowledge you know actual harm to the people um yeah it makes me mad and it obviously makes me mad when we still have to pay rent and our fucking student loans um and get you know a stimulus check months and months from now um so I I don't know that's just that's just me but yeah I mean being here in San Francisco it's so so beautiful and you know I got this Craigslist thing going on and I'm actually right next to like a really wealthy neighborhood which was totally random um what I mean by wealthy I mean like Julia Roberts just bought a house like in this area and I just I got a deal and I go on these walks and I see these houses and some of them are modern some of them are historical and they all have paintings inside and like those 50s like arch lamps and 
it's beautiful, but I always feel like the outside looking in and I feel like that's such a San Francisco thing, you know, like all the the buildings here have these beautiful bay windows, but they have these like thick curtains. So some, sometimes people like put them together and don't let the world in. And then sometimes, I don't know, it's just very voyeuristic and the wealth disparity too is something else and so I have like conflicting emotions about it however it's still really nice to walk in a in an area and just acknowledge the beautiful like crown moldings or I don't know landscaping that people do because that's like all I have (laughs) all I have to look forward to I guess you know when I'm not doing work and I'm just fucking walking around aimlessly when I see a nice flower bed like that's it you know what I mean so okay um we're gonna go into our next song oh my god I love Roy Orbison and I was kind of going through his music because I knew that he would have something (laughs) to speak to me in this situation so this is the great pretender. It's amazing. Enjoy. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Just laughing 
That was Roy Orbison with The Great Pretender. So good. I love the clown reference. <laughs> Very relevant. We all feel like clowns right now, don't we? <sighs> um, yeah. I just, I like that song because I feel like that's it. That's a vibe. Like, we're all pretending, you know, that was more specific but for me like I've been thinking a lot about my career and actually I've been doing these kind of embarrassingly deep Instagram posts about my journey into my psyche um but yeah I've just realized that like like working has become like my only personality trait, which is so annoying, you know, like we all know those people who are like, get up, like, let's go, like, we're going to go work, whatever. And, um, I mean, that's kind of been me. Um, I'm a little more chill, but I don't know. Like I definitely have built up my identity on like the sacrifices that I make, which I don't know if it's so, warranted or I don't know it just seems like a weird vibe because when everything collapsed I'm like damn like who am I really like at the end of the day you know I'm gonna be on this earth and I want to like learn everything I can learn about what I'm passionate about and I want to help support artists and sometimes I feel like I kind of get caught up in the performance of my career and like focusing on what I haven't accomplished rather than what I have and it's all like this stupid messy game but I get caught up in it so I don't know that was just like something that was on my brain and that song really resonated with me in that moment um so before we end today, I want to take some questions and I did for the second time, I think I took um, questions from Instagram. So um, I post like a little thing in my stories and then people can ask. So I've chosen three, um, but feel free, you know, in the future, like if you aren't picked today, just to keep keep at it. Okay, Keem's smiley face says since a lot of us have some extra time on our hands what are some must watch movies um so yeah in one of those like kind of embarrassing instagram posts um i said like i'm not fucking binge watching netflix like you know stuff like that um and i i kind of meant that as it like I was just angry of like the world and I didn't want to be like, you know, like right now people are like, oh, it's, it's perfect time to like clean out your closet and like do self care and have a bubble bath and like binge watch it. I'm like, no, no, no. Like this is an issue. Like the government fucked us, you know? So with all that aside, there are some really great movies that are like, you know, of the times um these are not gonna make you feel amazing so you might want something else for this but since it's like the end of the world and the apocalypse my favorite movies are for this scenario 
um, The Doom Generation by Greg Araki. So fantastic. It's about these two lovers slash friends, Rose McGowan, James Duvall, um, and they're in this like weird era. You can't quite pinpoint where it is. Um, yeah, they're like punk rockers at raves. It's it's weird. It's probably the most surreal film I've ever seen. I saw it in high school and I loved it. And they meet this guy named X and they basically go on this huge like semi-murder spree running away from people who want to kill them. Like it's it's just like the end of the world kind of movie and it's probably one of my favorite um Greg Rocky films. So The Doom Generation is the film to watch during quarantine. Um, Under the Silver Lake, uh, like I watched it recently and I did not love, but it's been digging inside of my brain for some reason Um, because the same director did It Follows, which I, I loved. And it's actually kind of very relevant to this whole fucking like coronavirus thing. Under the Silver Lake is weird. It's very, very, very LA in the most like patronizing way. Um, Like modern day LA. So some people might like that. But Andrew Garfield is in it. And I'm very much attracted to him. However, I'm not attracted to his character, so that's probably what makes me hate it. Um, Climax, that's a great quarantine movie, Gaspar Noé. I love that movie. So many people hate it, but it's about this French dance troupe that comes together and they're locked in this like warehouse one night. And somebody spikes the punch with LSD without telling anyone and craziness ensues. And that's um, how my life feels right now. Rosemary's Baby. Okay, fuck the director. We don't talk about him. However, the movie is really good. Um, It's interesting, okay? Just I've seen it before. I have it on VHS. However, I just feel like I'm Mia Farrow right now, like in my little nightgowns, like and people trying to convince me to be in a satanic cult. I don't know. Bully by Larry Clark is another one of my favorites. I don't really know why I feel like this belongs in like a quarantine collection. Um, <laughs> my version of the Criterion collection. Um, it's just like Florida, you know how Florida just, like, no offense if you're there right now, or you live there, like, I really don't mean any offense, but you know, Florida is crazy, and this film is about, it's like a real, based off of a true story of a group of teenagers who kill one of their friends because he's, like, a piece of shit, um, and they basically like plot his murder in a pizza hut in the film. And that was one of my favorite scenes. So it's it's very like very Florida, you know, saturated colors. Um, Michael Pitt is in it for those who like love him because he was my first crushes. But yeah, Florida Kids being Florida Kids, Bully by Larry Clark. 
And then lastly, I would say pump up the volume because y'all know like that's what inspired this show. Um, fucking like riot. Like, I don't know. We need a revolution. If shit doesn't clear up, like we have to change the way that America is running right now because it's messed up. So pump up the volume is very tame and kind of vanilla. However, um, it's definitely a good watch. Uh, so yeah. Maddie Mamilton says, what's your general panic level in response to the world right now? Any new solitude hobbies? Yeah, my panic is pretty low because I'm generally a pretty chill person. Um, like it is what it is. I've never had job security to begin with but it is pretty fucked like what's happening and how our government has failed us um but hobbies it's just like walking like getting outside just like filming little things um I've been posting them on my stories or just like beautiful flowers or cool architecture just like sharing what I think is beautiful with people I feel like is really really good and it's not like self-serving you know um and then yeah I've been trying to read which like my attention span has been so bad um so reading has always kind of been an issue for me but on the day that we all got laid off I found like one of those um we went to get lunch and there's one of those like tiny libraries you know what I mean like in front yards like a little like oh take a book whatever so I took a book out and it was literally a murder book about this girl true story who was like frozen in like a little refrigerator and it's it's bad um but I've been trying to read that during quarantine and just like get through a thick book like that's pretty satisfying, you know? So that's been a hobby. And also Italian Vogue um, released their archives. And I think their first issue was 1964. So it's really interesting, at least to see their their photos, because I don't speak Italian. Um, but just trying to keep like little projects here and there, little bits of inspiration coming through those have been um my hobbies i'll put any information i have by the way in the show notes so check it out okay last one mad world says do you think there's a way to plan for the near future right now without feeling totally as existential um no (laughs) in like a good way you know i feel like this is a wake-up call for all those people who are like I want to do this I want to do that but I'm scared it's like no like this is the time like you know now that the world might end like not to be like dark and morbid or whatever but between this and climate change like we're fucked this is going to happen again either like this fall or a year from now like we're going to have these like periods where we have to be inside And if you want to be a filmmaker, if you want to be a fashion designer, a photographer, like any fucking thing, especially in the arts, like you have to go 
and do it. Like, don't think about it. Like, just go get practice, be an assistant, relocate to an area that is like helpful for your career and just do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't think it's for the near future. Like, you can plan plan what you can, you know, in terms of like work or whatever. And I know that what's happening now is not going to last for months and months because literally there, there would be riots and our whole economy would collapse. And the one thing that the government cares about is money. So, you know, they're going to like lift the ban and we're going to have work, but um, it's going to cost us like our health, you know what I mean? So you can make plans, but yeah, like think about the existential nature of it. Like when I was young, I had a really intense existential crisis. And I guess a lot of people, you can interpret that as like, you know, like what's the point of even trying since like we're essentially meaningless on this earth. (laughs) But I want to kind of like flip that mentality for you all and just say like, yeah, we're meaningless. So try to make meaning of your life just to be sane and get through it and make you feel like, you know, you've contributed to this earth while you were here. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I feel on one hand, like I don't want to be that person who's like, this is the perfect time to reinvent yourself and everything because people are dying. People have lost their jobs. People can't make rent. Like it's a shit time. But if you can find any hope within you, any like pleasure, like grab onto that and try to luxuriate in that as much as you can just to make it through and then, you know, live to see another day because we only have one life to live and you might as well make it count in whatever terms you think that means. So yeah. Um, with that being said, I have one last song that I thought was just perfect for this episode. Um, when things kind of settle down and we're able to go outside, I think we should all just experience the life you want to experience, be with the person you want to be. And um, yeah, this song kind of like demonstrates the pain and ache of that. However, it's the truth. You got to go where you want to go. So this is Go Where You Want to Go by the Mamas and the Papas. Enjoy.
time.